gentlemen who will play in this afternoon's ball game. The umpires right now at home plate are receiving the batting orders that we're about to give you. For Milwaukee leading off, it'll be Shane D at second base. Logan will hit second. He'll be at shortstop. Matthews will be hitting third. He'll be at third base. Then comes Hank who is on the field. Hank Aaron in center field because Billy Bruton and Mantia down at Pittsburgh ran together and he were injured on the play. All that means that they're going to be out for about ten days. So Aaron's in center field. West Covington is in left. He'll hit fifth. Hitting sixth is Corey at first base. Papo in right field hitting seventh. So what's the captain? And the pitcher is Bob Buell with a record of nine and five. Well, the Brooklyn Dodgers leading off will be Neal. He'll be at shortstop. Gillian will be at second base. Snyder will be in center field. And then hitting fourth is Elmer Vallow, the left fielder. Gino Simone in right field this afternoon hitting fifth. And Hodges at first base hitting sixth. Roy Campanella hitting seventh. will be doing the catching. Don Zimmer hitting eighth. He'll be at third base. And Sal Magley will be doing the pitching. Sal Magley with a three and two record. And no record this year with the Milwaukee Braves. The umpire chief behind the plate for this one is Ken Burkhart. Hal Dixon will be at first, and Ed Sudall will be at second, with Tom Gorman, the senior of the group, down at third. The Brooklyn Dodgers have come out to take the field here under ideal playing conditions. Warm, breeze blowing out toward right field. Just the kind of day you like to sit around the ballpark and enjoy the activity on the field. Enjoy being with the folks uh, you like to visit with during ball games. Sal Magley getting ready out in the mound is ready to fire his first pitch now as soon as Ken Burkhart calls the first hitter up for the Milwaukee Braves, and that'll be Red Shandy. Calling up to the microphone now, speaking for Lucky Strike Company for the play-by-play, here's Ben Scully. Ben? Thank you, Alan. Good afternoon, everybody. Very pleasant day to you, wherever you may be, as the Dodgers and the Milwaukee Braves begin this doubleheader, or I should say a series, one today and then tomorrow night. It's <laughs> a great way to start a day off, isn't it? Say about 25 words and you're wrong already. Okay. Red Cheney's batting 302 with nine home runs, 38 runs batted in. The Redhead is hit in 10 straight games. Takes a pitch, it misses, ball one, 1 0. Red Cheney, Johnny Logan, and Eddie Matthews. Lucky strike, Bowen Smokerings to you, wishing you the very best from Ebbets Field. 1 0 pitch is outside, ball two, 2 0. <laughs> Looks in to get a sign from Campanella. Shane Dean's waiting now, and Sal delivers 2 0 and gets it in for the strike. 2 and 1. Magley back again, 2 1. The pitch is belted high and deep to right field. Tromoli to the base of the wall looking up at it, and this one is out of here. Over the screen and gone. Sits a 2-1 pitch over the screen into Bedford Avenue, and the Braves have picked up a run in the first inning. For Shane Deans, his 10th home run, his 39th run batted in, and he is now hit in 11 straight games. And the batter, Johnny Logan. John batting 263. Magley serves him and misses outside. Ball one. Logan with six home runs, 27 runs batted in. Magley back again. The curve cut on and missed. One and one. 
The Cubs and the Giants are playing a single ball game. Dave Hillman and Ray Crone in that one. It's not yet underway. Cardinals and Phillies play a doubleheader. And the Phillies are leading three to nothing at the end of two innings. Vaughn McDaniel against Kurt Simmons. One runner is a fastball at the hands. Ball two. Two and one. The Phillies got their three runs in the first inning as Ripper Fulski at a home run with two on. Though that's a big day at Philadelphia. The Cardinals and the Phillies in two. Cincinnati and the Pirates will play two. Logan swings and fouls the pitch away. Two and two. Alan Ross comes up with a very interesting note. Shane Dean for that leadoff home run in the first inning. It marks his first home run that he has hit here at Ebbets Field since 1952. And it's only the third home run that Shane Dean has ever hit here at Ebbets Field. Magley delivers and a pitch is hit down towards short. Neil has to hurry, almost bobbles and still makes his play for the out. Oh, Logan goes out short to first, one out. Continue with our scores, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. At the end of four innings, one to nothing in favor of Cincinnati. And Art Fowler. Swanson relieved by Perky in the first inning. And that's the first of two. The Yankees and White Sox will be playing two, not yet underway. Red Sox and Cleveland. The Indians lead one nothing at the end of one inning. Baltimore, Detroit. Washington, Kansas City playing doubleheaders, but no reports. The batter is Eddie Matthews hitting 303. And Magley's slow curve comes in and over for a strike. On one. Braves have a run here in the first inning on Red Chandy's leadoff home run. Eddie Matthews, the batter now. And the strike one pitch to Eddie. Missing just outside. One ball, one strike. The Dodgers do not have a Matthews shift on. However, Charlie Neal has overshifted so much to his left that he is almost back of the bag at second. He's right on the fringe of the grass. Magley ready. Comes back and misses outside again. Ball two. Two and one. Matthews with 18 home runs, 49 runs batted in. And then the big man, not only in the Milwaukee lineup, but in the league, Mr. Henry Allen, on deck. Magley takes time for a moment, backs off the rubber. The 12th meeting between the two clubs, and the Braves have taken seven of the preceding 11. Magley delivers, and the fastball is bounced down to Gilliam. Jim is up with it cleanly, throws to first, and we have two outs. And now, Mr. Henry Aaron. Well, let's see what Henry's done. He leads the major leagues in the most hits with 123. The most home runs, 28. The most runs batted in, 75. He leads the National League in batting average, 348. Swings a base hit just as easy as you please. Boy, what a hitter. Vallow gets the ball back in, and Henry Aaron is now hit in 15 straight games. Aaron also leads in most runs scored, 67. You know, one-man gang, Mr. Henry Aaron. Two hits off Magley here in the first inning. The Braves have a run. Two out on the batter, West Covington, hitting 287 with five home runs, 13 runs batted in. West left-hand batter. Out on deck, Frank Torrey, another left-hand hitter. Magley throws to first. Aaron had a short lead and hops back on. Magley ready and set. Takes the peak at first and bends the curve. It's cut on and foul tipped away. 0-1.
Both Felix Mantia and Billy Bruton have knee injuries after that collision at Pittsburgh, and they're in bed over the weekend. Not supposed to stir at all till at least Monday. The strike one pitch to Covington. Fastball sliced down the left field line, going foul. That'll carry back into the crowd. Zimmer running down into the corner. Vallow's coming over, but neither man had a play. 0-2 the count. The sun doing us a great favor, beginning to burn off the overcast now. We have some blue skies up above. And a very light breeze rippling out towards right. So if you're anywhere in the vicinity of the ballpark, come on out and spend some time with us. Shaping up as a pleasant afternoon, weather-wise. Strike two pitch. Fastball got him looking. West Covington with a shocked look as he turned around to look at Kenny Burkhardt and now walks away. In the first inning for the Braves, Red Chain Dean set a home run. One run on two hits. Henry Aaron left at first base. There were no Dodger errors. And at the end of the half an inning, the Braves have a run and the Dodgers will be coming up. Now we have a chance we'd like to point out a group of over 400 here from the Burnside Center of East Hartford, Connecticut, enjoying a ball game today. And for all you folks along the Dodger Network, if you'd like to attend a Dodger ball game in a group with your friends, the man to contact is Jim Murray, chair of the Dodgers. 215 Montague Street in Brooklyn. All right, bottom of the first inning. The Braves have a run in the Dodgers now, seeing what they can do against Bob Buell. Charlie Neal will lead it off, and Buell delivers fastball. It's fouled back out of play. Charlie hitting 262 with four home runs, 24 runs batted in. Playing fine shortstop defensively, although his hitting has tailed off considerably. He's dropped around 14 or 15 points in the last few days. Neal, Gilliam, and Snyder. Buell trying to rub a few wrinkles into a new baseball now. Backs off the rubbers. Eddie Matthews up about even with the bag at third. Buell ready in the strike one pitch to Neal. Breaking ball outside. One ball, one strike. Bob Buell, nine wins and five defeats. He is three and all against Brooklyn. The other pitcher with an honor like that is Bob Perkey. One winner, fastball. Foul back to the net. One and two. Lifetime, Buell with 14 wins and six defeats. Making his 11-start lifetime against Brooklyn here at Ebbets Field. Moscow's very hard. The control is always his problem, but it also represents a problem to the hitters. They don't like to dig in against him too much. He leads the league in most walks, 66. The one and two pitch. Sharp curve. Whacked down the left field line. That's going to be in there and go into the corner. Covington having to play the carom, and Charlie Neal will spin into second with a stand-up double. Doubling into left field corner to open up matters in the bottom of the first inning. Sawatsky went into the brave dugout and changed gloves. The second pitch to Charlie Neal, I think, broke a webbing in the first glove, so Sawatsky made the change. All right, Jim Gilliam, batting 255. One home run, 17 runs batted in. He is hit in 12 straight games. Buell looks at second and delivers. Junior takes up high, ball one. Gilliam actually tried to keep his streak alive yesterday and had a base hit, but the ball game was washed away. It didn't count. Mule, another look at second. The 1-0 pitch. Gilliam belted the right field, but back near the wall is Sasko to grab it for the out. Neal tags at second and alertly moves on to third. A nice base running play by Charlie Neal. 
Neal, instead of committing himself on the line drive to right, went right to the bag and held. And as Papko caught it at the base of the wall, Charlie was off like a shot and made third base easily. So the Dodgers now have their potential tying run at third base with one out. And Duke Snyder, the batter. The Duke batting 272 with 18 home runs, 45 runs batted in. The right side of the infield is very deep. Shane Dean, the wanderer out there, is out on the grass. Corey very deep. Third baseman Matthews is up. Snyder swings a high-powering foul off first base. There'll be no play on the ball. It eventually goes back, catches the top of the roof, and goes out. 0-1. Charlie Neal at third base with one out. Last of the first inning, the Braves lead one to nothing. On deck, Elmer Vallow. The strike one pitch to the Duke. Uh, half swing, but he checked just in time, and the pitch is outside. One ball, one strike. Snyder started off and just did check. And the Dodger fans begin that rhythmical applause now, trying to stir up a few base hits and some runs. Snyder swings a high, twisting foul the other way down the left field line. There might be a play on this one. Coming over and trying to one-hand it. Two men, Logan and Matthews, tagging up his deal. He'll score as Matthews throws to the plate too late. Charlie Neal ran a run in for Brooklyn in the first inning. Both Logan and Matthews converged on the ball in the bullpen. Neal, who had been alert to go to third on a fly ball to right, was just as alert on that twisting foul. Bagged up and came over, and she's all tied one and one. Charlie Neal, aiding the cause a great deal. Some fine heads-up base running. She's all tied one and one. Two out in the first inning, and Elmer Vallow, the batter. Elmer hitting 324. Neal delivers, sharp curve at his feet. Ball one. The Braves are run on two hits. The Dodgers are run on one hit. The 1-0 pitch, Elmer, way high and outside. Ball two, 2-0. Two it's a very tough play for Matthews. First of all, when you get down off foul ground, maybe 10 or 15 feet, it's sloping for drainage purposes. Eddie was also running away from the plate. Ballo lines a single to center. Aaron gets the ball back in, so the Dodgers continue. Ballo singles up the middle. bullpen will stir immediately. And just about the biggest man you'll find in the National League gets up, Mr. Gene Conley. All six, eight of him. The batter is Gino Simoli, hitting 313 with nine home runs, 36 runs batted in. Gino has been the most effective Dodger batter against the Braves this year. He's hit 359 against Milwaukee. Three of Geno's four home runs that he has hit out of his field have come against the Braves. Curve ball is down low. Ball one. One and oh. Well, Neal opened up with a double, went to third on a fly ball to right, scored on a foul ball down the left field line, and now Vallow is singled. The 1 0 pitch, the fastball low. Ball two. Two and oh. Brave run came on Red Chandine's home run. Well, Simoli was singing 3 and 0 the other night and won a ball game for Brooklyn. The 2 and 0 pitch to him is taken just outside. Ball three. Oh, well, we'll see how Brooklyn plays it again. 
Rinaldi up there with a three and zero count. Looks to Billy Herman. Buell wanders off the rubber now, just as quickly as up on top. A three and zero pitch to Gino, taken for the strike. Three and one. Three one pitch, cut on and fouled away. Breaking ball at the knees. Full count to Simoli, two out in the first inning of a 1-1 tie. Elmer Vallo at first base. Throw to first just to keep Vallo close to the bag. Lucky strike, sending it all to you on a pleasant Sunday afternoon. Vallo goes, a 3-2 or a high foul to the left of the plate. Sawatsky coming over, he has room. Matthews comes from third, but Sawatsky stays with it for the out. Simoli fouling out the catcher, Carl Sawatsky. In the first inning for Brooklyn, thanks to some smart base running by Charlie Neal, the Dodgers pick up a run. One run on two hits, they leave a man, and there were no brave errors. The end of one inning of play, Milwaukee won, and Brooklyn won. And just like that, here's Al. Well, it's all tied up as we go to the top of the second inning with Torrey stepping up to the plate. Let's get right back to Ben. Frank Torrey batting 271. Magley starts him with a curve and finds the corner for a strike on one. Zach Weed must have been quite a man, you know. Played 20 years without ever being thrown out of a ball game. A gentleman. Troy with three home runs, 21 runs batted in, will be followed by Andy Pasco and Carl Sawatsky. Magley back with a pitch that started to right field. Simoli running parallel to the wall, turns and has to play to count him off the ledge. Torrey on his way to second. Simoli's throw to second is not in time. Gets by Neal, but it's backed up by Zimmer. Frank Torrey starts the Braves off in the second inning, doubling off the right field ledge. It makes a great deal of distance where that ball hits out there in right field. If it hits the screen, it comes straight down. If it hits the wall, it'll come back at you. But if it hits the ledge, it bounces high in the air, and all the right fielder can do is wait for it to come down, and that usually means the extra base. Dodger bullpen up in a hurry now. Sandy Koufax and Carl Erskine. Story is second. Nobody out on the batter, Andy Pasco, hitting 279. Magley takes a peek at second, works the plate, and misses low. Ball one. One one tie in the second inning. Magley ready. The 1 0 pitch to Pasco, sidearm curve that drops too low. Ball two. 2 0. Sandy Koufax and Carl Erskine throwing in the Dodger bullpen here in the second inning. Frank Torrey has just doubled off the right field screen. On deck, Carl Sawatsky. Koufax and Erskine are easing up a little bit down in the bullpen. They've been throwing pretty hard, so they're about ready if they have to come in in a hurry. Magley checks his sign. Sal ready. The 1-1 pitch to Bob Buell. High fastball that he reached for and didn't get. One and two. Magley staring in. The one and two pitch to Bob Buell. Curve ball got him looking. 
Bagger now has three strikeouts. He strikes out Tawatsky and Buell to close out the inning. And even though he gave up an opening inning double to Frank Torrey, he leaves him right there at second base. No runs ahead, a man left on. The end of an inning and a half, Brooklyn one, Milwaukee one. And now we move into the last half of the second inning here at Abbott's Field with Hodges, Campanella, and Zimmer and quarter past nine, Vin Sullivan. Well, that's the time I bought the watch, and I'm sentimental about things like that. Well, that's you what know. I said. It all figures, Vin. <laughs> 1-1 tie, bottom of the second, Gil Hodges, Roy Campanella, and Don Zimmer. Gil batting 308. He has 10 home runs, 39 runs batted in. The Braves have worked the ball around the infield, and Mr. Bob Buell is ready to do some pitching now in the second inning. Gil settling in the hitter's box. Don't forget Friday night, July the 19th, Gil Hodges night, and the Twilight Night doubleheader to boot. And we certainly hope you'll be with us. Buell ready and delivers to Hodges in for a strike on one. Tell you one thing about Gill, he's scared to death about Hodges' night. Big quiet on the shy side. He doesn't like the idea of uh, being in the spotlight. Fastball is in there 0-2. Rube Walker gave him some wonderful suggestions, though, for Friday night. He told Gilly he should be thrown out of the game at his first at-bat of the first game, then get thrown out before the second game starts, then he wouldn't have to worry about trying to produce in front of all his friends. You'll be there Friday night. The own two pitch to Hodges, a little high, ball one, one and two. Hodges, Campanella, Zimmer. 1-1 tie, second inning. Buell back with a sharp curve. Hodges swings and misses, and his bat goes all the way out towards short. So Gill strikes out. First strikeout for Bob Buell and the batter Roy Campanella. Campanella batting 236 with 12 home runs, 42 runs batted in. Buell works quickly. Sets his first pitch at the knees for a strike, and Campanella lets out a holler you can hear up here as he backs out, turned and really let out an anguished cry to plate umpire Kenny Burkhart. Buell's back again to strike one pitch outside, one and one. Buell checking signs. Bob Ruddy. 1-1 pitch to Campanella. Curve cut on and missed up around his eyes. Actually, Campy, I imagine, figuring the curveball would break more. And it stayed up there at the eyes, and it's 1-2. Buell back again. Fastball cut on, a high foul back of the plate. Sawatsky lost it in the sun. Now comes charging back, and it drops in front of him. Well, that's a tough play for any catcher. Sawatsky whirled and looked right up into the glare and couldn't find the ball, then made a belated start back towards the screen, and it landed about three feet in front of him. So Campanella has a life. One ball, two strikes. Cabby backed out for a moment. in again. One and two, the count to Roy. One out in the second inning, a one-one tie. Buell delivers one and two. Fastball at the knees. Campanella caught looking, growling as he walks away. 
Well, Bob Buell has struck out two men. Changing one for one, hitting 3.04, followed by Johnny Logan and Eddie Matthews. 1-1 tie in the third. The Braves are run on three hits. The Dodgers are run on two hits. Dean settles in the hitter's box. Magley points to Hodges on the right side. The learning gill, I imagine, in the event there might be a bunt. Magley delivers, and the first pitch to Shane Dean's over for a strike. 0-1. Zimmer up inside the bag at third. Magley back again with the strike one, and Shane Dean has to hop away, pitch at his feet. One ball, one strike. Just a light breeze blowing out towards right. Magley winds the 1-1 pitch to Shane Dean. Cut on a line drive to left. Charging it as Vallo. Grabs it, goes to his knees, and holds on to it. A nice play by Elmer. Vallo came on as that sinking line drive into slightly left center. Caught the ball at his knees and tore out a big divot from the outfield. Stumbled, went to his knee, and might have twisted his leg a little bit as he walked back to his position. Oh, we have one out. I'm Johnny Logan, the batter. Logan hitting 262. Bounced out short the first in the first inning. Wait till they let a roar out on what the Pirates have did, what the Pirates did in the fifth inning against Cincinnati. Five runs. It'll be Pirates 5, Cincinnati 2 at the end of five innings. The 1-0 pitch to Johnny Logan to curve in for a strike, 1-1. One one. What the Pirates have did, oh. One and one on deck, Eddie Matthews. Magley ready and delivers. Sidearm pitch cut on is a high pop fly in a very shallow left center. Snyder's calling all the way. He comes over and takes it. Two down. I think they're going to change the scoreboard and write on that Philadelphia thing. There it is. Phillies five, Cardinals nothing at the end of four. When he puts the five runs up for the Pirates in the bottom of the fifth inning, I imagine there'll be another roar. Eddie Matthews, the batter, two out, bases empty in the third, a 1-1 tie. Matthews batting 302. Eddie bounced out second to first in the first inning. Magley's fastball over for the strike, 1-1. Dow staring in. Now the strike one pitch. Change up when the balloon is way too high, 1-1. One Staring in to get his sign. Campanella flashing it out to him. Down delivers 1-1. Fastball cut on a high slice fly ball to left field. Vallow coming on and calling. Waits now. Backs up the step and takes it for the out. Well, that's it for the Braves in the third inning. Three fly balls. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. The end of two and a half innings of play. Brooklyn won. Milwaukee won. Polly Neal doubled in the first inning. Right into the left field corner and eventually came around to score the Dodger run. He's batting 265. Neil, Gilliam, and Snyder, the way the Dodgers stack up here in the bottom of the third. Buell ready and delivers. Fastball a type of low, ball one. 
Braves and Dodgers at it again tomorrow night. Don Drysdale and Bob Trowbridge. Bill ready and the 1-0 pitch to Neal. Breaking ball inside, ball two. He's talking about Trowbridge. He's a fellow who's up in the air right now. Wife expecting a baby, and she went to the hospital today. And he is sure hoping that the baby will be delivered before he pitches tomorrow night. 2-0 pitch to Charlie Neal is down low, ball three. He pretty rough that to go out there to the mound, wondering about whether you're going to be a parent any minute or not and still have to concentrate on strikes, huh? 3-0 pitch. In there for the strike. Three and one. Neil started to go to first and comes back. So Bob Crowbridge and Don Drysdale tomorrow night. Hope you folks will be with us. The three-one pitch to Charlie Neal. Cut on and missed. Strike two and he staggered under the backlash of his swing. He was cutting that hard. Full count. One-one tie. Bottom of the third inning. Neal first man up. Full count pitch to Charlie, way outside, and low ball four. So Neal is on. The Dodgers like to use this weapon right now. Neal on the base paths, and Gilliam the batter. We'll see if they play a little hit and run or not. The Braves have Eddie Matthews inside third in the event of a bunt. Frank Torrey holding Neal at first, also ready to charge. Neil holding it first, and here's Snyder. The Duke fouled out in the first inning, down the left field line. Eddie Matthews and Logan converging. That's when Matthews caught it, and Neil came on over. Snyder batting 271. Takes the first pitch up high, ball one. One and oh. The end of five and a half innings. The Pirates five, Cincinnati three. Philly five, Cardinals nothing at the end of four. The 1-0 pitch to Snyder, too high, ball two, 2-0. The Giants lead the Cubs 2-0 at the end of an inning and a half. We're 1-1 here in the bottom of the third. The American League pretty quiet yet for the Eastern teams are out west. End of this inning, we'll have a complete rundown of all the scores for you. 2-0 pitch to Snyder, cut on is a high drive to deep center. Aaron goes back, now comes in a couple of steps, under it, and takes it about four feet from the center field wall. And back to first comes Charlie Neal. So Snyder shakes him up a little bit with a long out to center. Two down in the batter, Elmer Vallo, who's single to center in the first inning, batting 333. Elmer has done a fine job for Brooklyn, both as a pinch hitter and in starting assignments. In his starting assignments, he's appeared in 16 ball games, and in games where he has started, where he's had a couple of at bats in each game, he's batting 365. Buell checks Neal. Now delivers. Neal goes. The curve is inside. The throw to Johnny Logan. Neal is out at second. So Charlie Neal out attempting to steal from Carl Sawatsky to Johnny Logan. In the third inning for Brooklyn, no runs, no hits, nobody left on. At the end of three innings of play, Milwaukee won and Brooklyn won. Now we'll get to the other scores. Thank you very much, Ben. Hi, everybody. Mr. Big of the Milwaukee Braves coming up to the plate. Hank Aaron singled sharply to left field back in the first inning, so he has one for one. Aaron has been told you leading the National League in about everything as far as hitting is concerned, batting at 350. 
Sal Magley on the mound, ready to go now in the top half of inning number four. He'll pitch to Aaron, Covington, and then Torres. Magley takes a sign now from Roy Campanella. Swings into action, throws a curve in there that's over for a strike. Low balls, one strike as we move in the fourth inning. Magley leaning forward now to get his sign from Campy. Delivers 0-1. Soft curve, punched back to the screen foul. No balls, two strikes. The count on Hank Aaron. In case you tuned in with the slate, the Milwaukee Braves scored first in this ball game when Shane Dean says the leadoff man. Hit a pitch over the right field screen out on the Bedford Avenue for his 10th home run of the year. And the Dodgers matched that one in the last half of the first, having Neal double. Pitch to the plate is low and outside to Aaron. His count is the ball and two strikes. After Neal doubled, Gilliam hit a fly ball deep to right field. Neal tagged up and went to third. And then as Snyder fouled out deep behind third base to Matthews, Neal came in to score. Pitch is swung on by Hank Aaron. He counted two balls and one ball, two strikes. That's how it's been ever since. One and one between Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Hank Aaron, solid right-hand hitter. Magley, the master of the curveball, out there working with him. Shell comes down one and two. Curve is snapped off outside. Two balls and two strikes. Where this ball game's going, sort of like waiting for the powder keg to blow up. Set. Delivers now 2-2. A curveball hit down to the left side. At shortstop, Neal has it deep in the hole. Makes his throw to first. High, but Hodges has it. And that's all for Hank Aaron. A good, sure-handed first baseman can certainly save an awful lot of trouble. That's just what Hodges is. It's a pretty good target. Heading left-handed now is West Covington. He was called out on strikes to retire Milwaukee in the first inning. One of the three strikeouts Magley now has. Left-hand hitter. Batting at 284. Takes a curve in there for a strike. No balls, one strike to count on West Covington, Milwaukee's left fielder. He'll be followed by Frank Torres. Magley forward, hiding that ball behind his knee. Now delivers a one. The curveball is swung on and missed for strike two. No balls, two strikes. The end of two innings. Chicago nothing, and the Giants have two. Magley delivers. Covington takes the pitch shoulder high outside. One ball, two strike count. We'll be keeping an eye all afternoon on St. Louis, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Magley delivers one and two now, and Covington swings and misses on a curveball for strike three. Magley hangs up number four. Two down here in the top half, fourth inning. The batter coming up now, Frank Torrey, who laced the double sharply to right field, hitting it high on the screen. He led things off in the second inning. Then Magley settled down to get Pasco on a ground ball to strike out Sawatsky and Buell. 
Frank Torrey, left-hand hitter. Starting at 275. Magley curves in and gets it in there off the fifth for a strike. Two down, no base runners. Top of the fourth inning. Score tied here at one apiece. Magley pitching to first baseman Frank Torrey. Comes back to him. The slow curve, and that's over the first strike. No balls, two strikes. Torrey, left-hand hitter, actually backed off to take that curveball, and it's broken right off the pitch. Cincinnati's picked up a run in the top of six. Pittsburgh now leads in 5-3. Pitch in across the knees inside. Down on Torrey is the ball and two strikes. Two down in the fourth, no base runners. The Milwaukee Braves have batted in this, a single game here this afternoon at Ebbets Field. Tomorrow night, the same two teams will be at it. Slow curve, fell at the right field. Gino Simoli going back, still going back. That ball's going to be up against the wall. It kicks away. Simoli's after it. There goes Torrey on his way to second. The throw comes in the slide. And Torrey is safely on the second. Well, Torrey's been up twice now, and he's doubled twice to right. That's number four, given up by Magley. Now Milwaukee has a run on four hits. Brooklyn run on two hits. Coming up now will be Andy Pascoe, the veteran who is playing in right field. Now that Bill Bruton is on the shelf. Hank Aaron having been moved over into center field. So Andy Pascoe has been tapped for right field duty. Andy came up in the second inning and rolled out to shortstop Charlie Neal. So he's 0 for 1. And batting at 276. That's a tie-breaking run on at second base for the Braves. Two down here at the top of the fourth inning. Frank Torrey carrying that possible run. Magnet checks him back over the right shoulder. Looks down at the plate. Delivers the pass. Goes soft curve. And Pasco pops it up back to second base. Going back for it. And he cannot make the catch. He's getting him. And coming on fast. Right out of the throw is Duke Snyder to make a one-hand catch. But for the moment, it's all Gilliam and Snyder were going to run together. The last moment, Junior fell away. And Snyder came charging on through to make a fine catch. No runs, one hit. One man left on, the one away. at the end of three and one happening to play. Milwaukee won, and Brooklyn has won. Bottom of the fourth inning of the 1-1 tie. Elmer Vallow, the batter, and right back to Al. If you recall, in the third inning, Elmer Vallow was up at the plate when uh, Neal was cut down for the third out attempting to steal on the throw from Sawatsky down to Logan covering his second. Now Elmer's in there, takes the first pitch across the knees inside for ball one. Elmer Vallow has one of the two Brooklyn hits. Single to center field in the first inning. Takes this pitch low for ball two. Two balls, no strike. Elmer's back away from the plate, looks down back at third base, checking up signs with Billy Herman. Matthews comes up shallow at third. The old fastball is swung on. There's a high belt deep to right field. Back goes Andy Pasco, back to the scoreboard. Leaps and makes the catch right up against the scoreboard. Sleeping catch by right fielder Andy Pasco, Rob Delmavallo, uh, perhaps extra bases. 0 
one out in the last half of the fourth inning, and the batter coming up now will be Gino Simoli, hitting number five in the Brooklyn order. He retired to side with a foul ball to catch a Swatsky in the first inning. Gino batting at 312. Field drives the curve on him, and Gino lays off it, takes it outside for ball one. Fastball trickled on the third base side of the mound. Coming in fast is Matthews. Bare hand pickup. No play. Simone beats it out for a base hit. Number three given up by Buell. And now the Dodgers with one out have a potential tie-breaking run on the first base. And the batter coming up will be Gil Hodges. Hodges struck out in second. His only time at bat. He's 0 for 1. Batting at 307. Simoli, by the way, his left ankle is still swollen. Fouled a ball down off his left instep and ankle out of the All-Star game in St. Louis. He hasn't completely gotten over it. The pitch for Hodges. The curveball is low and outside. Ball one. Gill started to go and changed his mind. Simoli with the lead off the first base. Frank Torrey holds the inside corner on him. Bob Buell, all set to go, checks that runner at first, delivers the plate now, and the pitch is over for a strike. One ball, one strike, to count on Gil Hodges. Buell, who is always rough as far as the Brooklyn Dodgers are concerned, all set to go, delivers again, the pitch is swung on by Hodges and Miss. He'll let up that ball. One ball and two strikes. Gill digging in. Buell mopping the perspiration from his brow, these gloves. Now takes his lead at first base. Check of the runner, pitch the plate. Over. Call strike three. Well, Bryce Gill's been up twice he has struck out. Strike out number four. Buell. Two down, one on here in the last half of the fourth inning. The batter coming up is Roy Campanella. Roy was called out on strikes in the second, so he's over one. The outfield playing Roy just about straight away, and they're playing him deep. Simone takes his lead at first base now as Buell goes to position. Delivers to Campanella, and the pitch is swung on. There's a high foul ball hit off the right field side. That'll fade into the crowd and go out of play. No balls, one strike on Campanella. Last half of the fourth inning. Each side, one round. Milwaukee one run on four hits. Brooklyn one run on three hits. Over to the polo grounds. At the end of two and a half innings, the Giants still leading Chicago to nothing. At the end of five innings, it's six to two. Philadelphia over St. Louis. Pitch the plate to Campanella. It's high off the shoulder. One ball and one strike. The game between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh... At the end of five and a half innings, it's five to three. Pittsburgh leading the Red Legs. Curve to Campanello, slam foul off to the right of the plate. That's going over close to the crowd. It may go in. It does go in. One ball, two strikes. Count on the right, Campanello. The end of an inning in the American League. The Yankees nothing and Chicago nothing. Playing uh, an important doubleheader at Comiskey Park this afternoon. for the 
one-two delivery on Roy Campanella. Two down, Gino Simoli at first base in a one-one time. Last half of the fourth inning. Bob Buell on the mound for the Milwaukee Braves and a pitching duel here this afternoon with Sal Magley. Simoli takes his lead now. Buell to the top of the stretch. Comes set. Delivers a curve and Campanella takes it on two hops down to the left side. Logan up with it, plays it back to Shane Deese to second for the fourth out on Gino Simoli. And that's retires the side. Here in the fourth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on. And the score at the end of four full innings of play. It is Milwaukee one, and Brooklyn has won. to the top half of inning number five. Coming up for the Milwaukee Braves, our catcher Carl Sawatsky, who struck out in the second inning. He'll be followed by Bob Buell and that red Chandy. One run, four hits for Milwaukee. One run, three hits for Brooklyn. Neither team has ever. Magley ready to work now with Sawatsky, big left-hand hitter. Pitches to him a curveball. It stays high off the face. One ball and no strike. Swarovski swings on it. It's a line drive foul off the first base side. Doesn't go into the crowd and go out of play. One ball, one strike count on Swarovski. Magley back with his 1-1 offering. Swarovski after it. Hits the ball down to the right side. It cams off the glove of Haju. Gilliam picks up. And before the first base, the Magley covering is dropped by Magley. Now let's see how they're going to score. Hodges tried to backhand that ball. Couldn't hold it. Gilliam came up with it. Fired to Magley covering. And it'll be an error. Charged on Sal Magley. For not being able to hold across the first base. Well, Sawatsky's on. That'll be this afternoon's first error. Swatsky running at first base and Bob Buell stepping in. Bob was called out on strikes in the second. Zimmer comes up shallow at third. There's a throw to first. Swatsky is back. The Dodgers are of a mind that uh, Buell be up there trying to bunt. Trying to sacrifice the run along. He does try to bunt and misses the pitch for a strike. No balls, one strike. Buell hitting left-handed. Facing Magley. Swarovski not too fleet of foot. On the first base. Now he leads off. Magley checks him, looks down at Buell, and turns and throws to first. Swarovski hops back in. Buell batting at 0-5-4. 2 for 37 for the year, 0 for 1 this afternoon. Magley to the stretch. Delivers. The pitch is swung on. Missed first strike. No fun intention that time. 
Bill was trying to uh, go all the way. However, uh, Don Zimmer, third base still playing shallow. The outfield not too deep. Fields no power hitter. Carmichael set. Looks over to Swatsky. Comes set and delivers. There is the bonus attempt. And it's missed for strike three. Before we have changing stuff, let's quickly pause for station identification. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network. Dial 1460 WOKO Albany, New York, the Capital District's most talked about station, with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. Correct WOKO time now, five minutes after three o'clock. All ready to go here in the fifth inning. One out, one on. Red Shandy's two homers to first and fly to the left is up there. Swings on the first pitch, sends a bounder deep behind first. Hodges on a tricky hopper, takes his steps on the bag. That's all for Shandy's, with Kowalski moving on down to second. No two down. Carl Kowalski down at second base here, and coming up is Logan. The end of three innings. Chicago nothing, the Giants have two. At the end of six innings, it's uh, St. Louis two, and Philadelphia, six. Six to two. Philadelphia over St. Louis, and the Giants leading Chicago two-nothing at the end of three. Johnny Logan is the batter now for Milwaukee. He's rolled a short, he's fly to center. Over two, standing in. One-one ball game here at Abbott Field, with Swatsky on a second for the Braves. The pitch is swung on by Logan. There's a high foul ball, twisting back near the stands off the third base side. Over is Zimmer. He can't get it. That's way back in. Balls, one strike. Drop for the fifth inning. Milwaukee, one run on four hits. Brooklyn, one run on three hits. One error has been charged to the Brooklyn Ball Club. Broken right hand hitter standing in. Magley all set, ready to go. Down on down from the mound. Looking the batter over. Now I check Swatsky's second. Delivers the plate on the 0 1 count, and he snaps off curveball as low outside. One ball and one strike. The FM Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn. Mighty happy to be pouring it to you on this fine Schaefer day. Boy, it's a beauty. Hope it's just as pleasing and pleasant where you are. Sidearm curveballs, reached for by Logan and punched out toward right field. Gino Simelli hurrying over to the line, sees it fall foul into the crowd. One ball and two strike count on Johnny Logan. Two down in the fifth. Sawatsky, who drew a life at first base on Sal Magley's error, covering first base, and moved on over to second. When Shandings grounded out to Hodges unassisted. Swatsky on a second. The count is one ball and two strikes here on Johnny Logan. Now Magley's ready to whip in that pitch. Down it comes, side on curve. Over at the knees, called strike three. Well, that's strikeout number six for Mr. Magley. And here in the fifth inning, the error didn't hurt. No runs. There were no base hits. One error and one man left on. So at the end of four and a half innings, the play remains. Brooklyn one run, three hits. And Milwaukee one run, four hits. 
to the fifth inning. Don Zimmer coming on, so let's get right back to play, and here's Al. All right, Jerry, Don Zimmer usually hits Bob Buell pretty well. Zimmer came up in the second inning for his first go at it this afternoon and drew a walk. Oh, Zimmer standing in now. Buell delivers him, and Zimmer takes the pitch low on outside for ball one. Buell right back to him. Zimmer takes low and away again. That's ball two. Chicago batting in the top of the fourth inning over its polo grounds. And they're still at that. It's up with four runs. And leading New York now 4-2. Yeah, one thing about this race in the National League. If you don't like what's happening, just you hold still a minute because it'll change. Last ball. The Zimmer's in for the strike. Two balls, one strike. Selection of a game can change in the twinkling of an eye. And the standings will change almost as rapidly. The end of six. Pittsburgh is leading uh, Cincinnati 6-3. Low curve to Zimmer. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Zimmer will be followed by Magley and then by Charlie Neal. Start to stop the batting order again. 1-1 one, one the score. Milwaukee 1, Brooklyn 1. Battle between Buell and Magley. Bob's ready. Three runs the plate to Zimmer. Pitch is swung on and lined in the left center field. It's in for a base hit. Zimmer digging the first, makes his turn, and then holds up when Aaron comes up with the ball and fires it in quickly. Zimmer digging back for first. So Zim. Shot single to left center for the fourth hit. Off fuel. Now each side has one run and four hits. Coming up to the plate, Sal Magley, who was called out on strike in the second inning. this year has one hit for 16 tries, batting at 0-63. Matthews up shallow at third. Torrey holding uh, the runner at first will come charging in. They're expecting Magley to try a bunch. Throw to first, keep John Zimmer close. Last half of the fifth inning. There's a throw over to first base, but Torrey's off the bag. Had to come up shallow to take that toss. Is called now while Magley backs away from the plate. They're expecting Magley to try to sacrifice Zimmer down the second. Down comes the pitch and the attempt to sacrifice the butterfly foul. No balls, one strike. The end of two innings, their first game of the doubleheader. The Yankees nothing and uh, the Chicago White Sox nothing. The end of two. The end of six. That is the Boston Red Sox, two, and the Cleveland Indians have one. Baltimore and Detroit, their first game at the end of two. It is Detroit, three, and Baltimore has one. Now the old one delivery. Down it comes, and Magley chops at it. Doesn't get it. Zimmer breaking dives into second base. The throw goes down at Logan. It's in time, and they got it. Zimmer went in there head first. He looks cold power right now. Oh, Zimmer out attempting to steal. Strike two of the count on Sal Magley. Well, the play goes from the catcher to the shortstop, covering 2-6 if you're putting it down in your book this afternoon. But one out here in the fifth inning. The bases are now empty. The count on Magley is no ball, two strikes. That ball is low and outside to Magley for ball one. 
The end of six and a half innings, Philadelphia, leading St. Louis, six to two. Serve to Magley Lowe, and that's ball two, and the count is two balls, two strikes. waiting. Steele comes into him with a curve and Magley swings and doesn't get it. Strike three and that's the second out. Five strikeouts now for Bob Fuel. Two down. The base is empty. Last half the fifth inning. Still 1-1 between Milwaukee and Brooklyn and Charlie Neal coming along. Charlie doubled the left in the first, walked in the third. So his base hit has raised his percentage up to 265. Bill tries a curve on him and gets it in there for a strike. In that game between the Chicago and New York, the Cubs settled for four in the top of the fourth inning. Curve ball with the knees, strike two to Charlie Neal. Bob Speak hit a home run in the fourth. For two on, and Long hit one for Chicago, counting for the four runs. Ronnie Ball hit down to the right side. Red Shane Dean scrubs it. Makes his throw to first to Troy, and Charlie Neal is out to retire the side. Oh, in the fifth inning, no runs, one hit for Brooklyn. There were no errors. Nobody was left on. Zimmer was cut down attempting to steal. Another score at the end of five. Full innings of play remains Milwaukee one, and Brooklyn has one. <laughs> the top of the sixth inning in a 1-1 ball game. Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron, and Wes Covington on for the Braves to face Magley. So back to action for Chaser Beer. Here's Al. Left-hand hitting Eddie Matthews has come over two this afternoon. He has rolled to second base to Gilliam, and he's fly to left to Elmer Vallo. Magley down to him with the first pitch, and Matthews takes it low for ball one. One run, four hits for each ball club as we move along into the top half of inning number six. Magley pitches again. Matthews takes the slow curve in for a strike. One ball at one strike. First base coach Riddle of the Braves, doing a lot of hoop and hollering and cheerleading right now. Tony Ryan is doing the coaching down behind third and flashing Fred Haney's signs. That ball is low and outside to a left-hand hitter. Matthews counters two balls and one strike. Eddie, by the way, batting at 3 one Magley delivers now, 2-1, curveball, low, 3-1 count. Jim Gilliam, lugging up the hole between first and second, playing back on the rim of the outfield grass, and Charlie Neal is just on the third base side at second. Zimmer is up shallow at third, and about 15 feet off the bat. Now he goes back a couple of steps. 3-1 pitch by Magley. Down it comes, in there at the knees for strike two. Got a full count now on Eddie Matthews. Three balls and two strikes. Magley, who in right can thread a needle, delivers. The pitch is swung on. There's a bounding ball to the right side. Gilliam has it go through his legs and out in the right field for an error. And digging for second base as Simone makes the throw in is Eddie Matthews, who makes it standing up. That ball did not come up. It hugged the ground and went right through the legs of second baseman Gilliam. Matthews 
pretty good scoring position, second base. And he don't do often see Jim Gilliam. Have something like that happen to him. Hank Aaron coming up. He singled and rolled out the shortstop. He's one for two. He's uh, the National League leading everything just about in hitting. Magley pitches to him, and the curve is low for ball one. Game time. The star Hank Aaron was leading the majors in hits, home runs, runs batted in. And he led the National League in percentage. 348. Right now sitting at 349. He's at safely in 15 consecutive ball games, including today's game. Magnus at the top of the stretch. Delivers, curveball, and it's over to knees to Aaron. It counters one ball and one strike. Down in the bullpen for the Brooklyn Dodgers, left-handed Johnny Padres up and starting to throw. Well, I guess uh, Pittsburgh couldn't stand plus 30, playing against Cincinnati. The Red Legs have just caught with six great big runs in the top half of inning number seven. That takes the lead from Pittsburgh. Shot on curve to Aaron is swung on, hit down to the right side. Gilliam's got this one. His play will have to go to first base to Hodges. Matthews moving over to third. So the possible tie-breaking run can be scored on a sacrifice fly as West Covington comes up to the plate. He twice has been up and twice he struck out. Batting at 281. At the end of six and one-half innings at Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, nine. Pittsburgh has six. Thank you. West Covington, a left-hand hitter. Matthews at third base, infield up tight. Pitched the plate is swung on. A bounding ball to Neal. He looks the runner back to third, makes his play over to Hodges. There's the second out. The batter will be Frank Torrey. Left-hand hitting first baseman, a Brooklyn product. That's been up twice for the Braves today. Twice he's doubled off the right field wall. Hitting at 279. Infield now goes back on the right side deep. Zimmer still playing shallow at third to hold Matthews as tightly on as he possibly can. It's a 1-1 ball game, and Magley in trouble here in the top of the sixth inning. Trying to pitch his way out of it. Johnny Potter is backing him up down in the Brooklyn bullpen. Troy's ready. So is Magley. Down comes the pitch, and Troy takes the shoulder high outside for ball one. Magley taking a little time now as he grinds that ball around, palms of his hand, puts his glove back on, looks over at Matthews, now looks down at Torrey, delivers him 1-0, and the curveball is in for the strike. One ball and one strike on Frank Torrey. about three-quarters deep at the plate. Straightaway stands, holds that bat down almost to the knob. Looks at a curveball, and that's outside. Two balls, one strike. Sorry, getting his feet planted. Magda looks forward, gets a sign from Campanella, then takes a quick glance over at third base. 
Matthews. Delivers 2-1 to the plate, and Corey swings on the pitch, hits the uh, ground ball to first. Hodges is up with it, the race is on, and Hodges wins it. Well, Magley gets out of this one. Here in the sixth. No runs. There were no base hits. One error. And it was a man, Matthews, left at third. So the score at the end of five and a half innings of play in this ding-dong battle. Milwaukee won, and Brooklyn has won. Jim Gilliam up at the plate now, ready for the first pitch from Bill, and he takes the curve in for a strike. Bill right back. Gilliam takes this one. That cost him two. No balls, two strikes. Two delivery. Fast ball, shoulder high outside. One ball, two strikes on Gilliam. Yeah, dog, it doesn't know it. He's going to do the fish, and I'll take care of that chase. Ah. One, two pitch, swung on by Gilliam, lifted out into a very short left field, going back to shortstop Logan, under it, and makes the catch. No one out here in the last half, six inning. Batter will be Duke Snyder. Snyder is fouled out to third base, and he's flat to center field. 0 for 2, batting at 270. All game all side. One apiece, each side with four base hits. Fuel wheels in that pitch. The curveball is inside off the belt. One ball and no strikes to Duke. Outfield fan to right and deep. Right side of the infield deep. Buell pitches on a fastball, swung on a fast hit. That hits Swatsky, I believe, in the meat hand. One ball, one strike. Snyder being very solicitous, walks back and talks with Swatsky. Now we're about ready to go. Buell has a new ball. Shot is one ball, one strike on Snyder. One out here in the last half of the six. No base runners. Score tied at 1-1. A dandy going here. The old delivers one and one. Snyder looks at it. It's outside. Two balls, one strike. Well, the Giants came up with two runs in the fourth inning. Drop that ball game at the end of four. Four and four. At the end of the sixth inning here, the end of the top inning, Jerry will have all the scores for us from the Schaefer scoreboard. The old delivers a curve, and it's high and outside. Ball three to Snyder. Out of three and one. Be already. Three ones to Peyton Snyder takes a whack at it. It's a high pop-up. Right back to second base. Red Shane beats back there, and so is Logan. And Logan comes on the first base side of second to make the catch. Two down here in the East Pacific. Johnny Logan, both foot out. Elmer Vallo wrapped the ball in the center field for a single in the first inning and then uh, fly deep to right field. Andy Pasco climbing the scoreboard to rob him of a base hit. Elmer batting at 329. Left hand hitter. 
Hill comes into the plate with a fastball and swung on and fouled away, going back uh, into the crowd. No balls, one strike. Peak of the cap, steps back in, gets himself set in batter's box. Buell ready to work to him. Buell one pitch, fastball, and Elmer fouls it back. Apparently that's left leg that Elmer injured slightly. Chasing a fly ball and making a fine catch earlier in the ball game is giving him a little bit of trouble, and he swings that bat now. Sort of staggers a little on it. Battle back in. Be all ready to make the 0-2 pitch to him with two down here in the bottom of the sixth inning. There are no base runners. Score one and one. Be over the plate for the fastball. In across the knees. Ball one. Elmer checks up in time on a fastball. Takes it low. Start the swing. Two balls, two strikes. Should Vallo get on, Gino Simoli is on deck to go next. Elmer Vallo, one of our Schaefer Award winners of the week, swings and foul tips this ball. Pops out of the middle, Sawatsky. So Elmer's still up there. Schaefer Award winners of the week, Elmer Vallo and Big Don Newcomb. played some fine ball ever since he's had the opportunity to get in there. Swings on this pitch and drags it foul down the first base side. Torrey backhands it. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, nobody on. Last of the sixth inning. Bat-wise, 16 games as a starter. Elmer Vallo hitting a fine clip of 365. 2-2 pitch to him now. He takes it low for ball three. Full count. Bag. Now he's ready to make his 3-2 pitch on Elmer Vallow. Down it comes. Elmer takes low. Ball four. And before we have Simoli up there, let's pause for station identification. This is the Bookman Dodgers Radio Network. Peter. Dial 1460 WOKO Albany, the capital district's most talked about station with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. Simoli has fouled out, and he's hit a slow trickler up the third base line, which was good for a base hit back in the fourth inning. Battle leads off first. Buell tries to play for the curveball, and it's low and outside to Simoli for ball one. Gino hitting a 3-14. One won the score. The old fastball is low outside. That's ball two. Miller looking around to check up now with uh, Billy Herman, coach at third. Elmer Vallo, standing right now on first base, will take a lead just as soon as Buell steps up to the rubber. 
Astros ready. There's the lead at first. The 2 nothing delivered to Smalley. Swung on, hit off the end of the bat, trickle up the first base side. Torrey has it. He'll make the play all by himself. And up retires the try. No runs. There were no base hits in the sixth for Brooklyn. A walk to Elmer Vallow left the man at first base. There were no errors. The score at the end of six full innings of play now. It's Milwaukee one run, four hits, no errors. Brooklyn one run, four hits, and two errors. That there hits, runs, and errors every play. So let's get over to Jerry and check up on all of them. Chicago four, the Giants four at the end of four. Hillman and Kaiser for Chicago. Crone and McCormick for the Giants. Long and Seacomer for the Cubs. Lockman and Thompson for the Giants. In the first game of a doubleheader, St. Louis and Philadelphia at the end of seven and a half innings, it's Philadelphia six and St. Louis two. Brian McDaniel, Merritt, and Smith for St. Louis. Simmons all the way for Philadelphia. Rebolsky and Boucher home runs for the Phillies. The Red Lakes came up with six in the seventh inning and lead the Pirates nine to six at the end of seven innings of play. Tyler, Gross, Acker, Freeman for Cincinnati. Swanson, Turkey, Brandon Law for Pittsburgh. And no home runs in that ball game despite a nine to six ball game. First game of the Twin Bill. White Sox won. Yankees nothing into three out of Chicago. First game of a doubleheader. Pearson Champ. Boston, Cleveland, two to one. Boston, the end of seven innings to play. Nixon and Lemon. Williams is 24th home run, and the sixth inning was none on. That's the first of a doubleheader. In the first of two, Baltimore two, Detroit three at the end of three and a half innings. Brown against uh, Hep. Kell and Hep have home runs. Washington plays at Kansas City. The ball game has not started. Pascal against Garver. Well, that's off the shape of scoreboard, so let's get back to the action, and here we go. All right, Jerry, we step into the top half of inning number seven. All tied up at one apiece. It'll be the last third of the Braves' batting order. Leading off in the inning will be Andy Pasco, the right fielder. Swings on the first pitch, hits the trickler up the third baseline foul. Pasco has grounded shortstop, he's fly to center. fashion pitching duel here this afternoon between Sal Magley and Bob Buell. Magley delivers and Pasco swings, rips it up the middle into center field for a base hit. Well, Pasco is on. Snyder up with the ball, fires in quickly to Gilliam covering his second and Pasco holds on. Hit number five for the Braves off Sal Magley. Now coming up will be Carl Swatsky, left-hand hitting catcher. Sitting out here in the bright, brilliant sunlight on this fine shaper day, 20,871. Paid admission. Also, I feel as though he's dived into somebody's swimming pool. Where are those tools behind the plate today is a pretty warm occupation. That gray uniform certainly does show the perspiration. Oh, Carl standing in now. He struck out. He's been a base runner on an arrow. As a throw to first, that keeps Pasco close. Down in the bullpen, left-hander Johnny Padres, right-hander Eddie Roebuck up and starting to throw. Magliaretti turns and throws again to first base. Pasco again in ahead of it. Pasco-Oski, who's to step away from the plate, is back in. Takes his stance. Magley took a stretch. Down comes the pitch, and Sawatsky takes the slow curve in there for a strike. Paco 
Lindor short lead at first base now. Magley whips the pitch down to Sawatsky and just low. One ball, one strike count. Then umpire Burkhardt started to come up with that right hand and then uh, suddenly held it. One and one is the count on Sawatsky. Nobody out, one on, top of the seventh. One, one the score. Magley checks path court first, delivers the plate to Wesky, swings and pats it up in foul ground. Off to the right of the plate comes Roy Campanella and also first baseman Hodges. It's Hodges who makes the grab over near the sand. And Pasco holds on at first base. One out to top of the seventh inning. About an hour will be Bob Buell. Bob, who has never completed a ball game here at Ebbets Field in his lifetime, himself quite a game this afternoon. He's going to hit right-handed this time. He's tried it left-handed. Hasn't gotten any place. Going to try it right-handed now. Guess you wouldn't actually put him down as a switch hitter. This time, most anything, get a base hit. They're expecting he may be trying to sacrifice. The throw goes over to first base, but Hodges is off the bag. Returns to the mound. Thing happened with Zimmer, if you recall, in the fifth inning, and they finally got him attempting to steal. There is the attempted button that's fouled back, right off Campanella's left corn. That's down off his foot. No balls, one strike is the count on Bob Buell. We're in the top of the seventh inning, one out. Andy Pasco, having singled up the middle, is on at first base. Giving the Braves the advantage, as far as the hits are concerned, they have five of them, Brooklyn has four. Now Magley ready. Looks at Buell and delivers to him, and Buell squares off twice. The bump pops it up. A bump it up in third down, and it's grabbed by Zimmer to throw to first base. They get him in time, and they double him off. One attempt to sacrifice is stopped. Zimmer coming on to make a nice play, and a quick throw over to first base to get two. Gilliam covering Gary Lipley. In the seventh inning, no runs. There was one hit. Thanks to the double play, nobody left on. There were no errors. And the score at the end of six and one half innings play. But from one, wouldn't you know it, Milwaukee won. Talk to us, Jerry. Talk to us. Okay, Al. You've seen it, haven't you, fans? The fellow tries to stretch an important single into a double, and whammo, he's tagged out. Well, you might say out is a very sad thing to be. Well, that sure goes for Schaefer Beer, too. You just never want to be out of Schaefer. Nothing takes its place because Schaefer is beer at its best. It's fruit only of rich barley malt, tangy hops, and other fine natural ingredients. Then you add to that the brewing skill the Schaefer people have developed through 115 years of experience, and that's it. That's Schaefer beer. The one beer that gives you the light, zesty, satisfying flavor you want, but don't always find. You see for yourself. Try a tall, cool, foaming glass of Schaefer. Back for real convenience, ask your home distributor to deliver a case of Schaefer right to your door. You'll agree, it's real beer. Well, the fans here enjoying the seventh inning stretch as we go to play last of the seventh. Hodges, Campanella, and Trimmer on the face, Bob Buell. So let's get back to play, and here again is Al. Gil Hodges has been up twice. He has struck out both times. Hodges, Campanella, and Zimmer. 
What a play little Zim made a few minutes ago. Looked as though that ball was going to be in foul ground. And just there, off to the right of home plate. And Jimmer was right there to make that play. Quickly. Bob Buell now to pitch to Gil Hodges. Whistles his first one in there, and Gil slams it out to center field. Aaron coming on in a big hurry, can't get to it, and it drops in for a base hit. Hodges comes along with a single to open the seventh. Hit number five off fuel. Now each side has a total of five base hits. One run, five hits for each club. Roy Campanella has struck out and he's forced a man. He's over two. Time is called by Red Chain Comes in, he wants to talk to Bob Fuel. There's some activity down in the bullpen now for the Milwaukee Braves. Looking over on the other side, we see activity in the Dodger bullpen. Johnny Padres up throwing. McMahon is up throwing in the Braves bullpen. Don McMahon, a big right-hander. Boy, Campanella digging in now. Hodges leading off at first. Bill comes down to the plate. Campanella squares off, fluffs the bunch, takes the pitch outside, ball one. Who guessed it here this afternoon? That go ahead run is going to be awfully important. The runs are just about as scarce as hen's teeth. Down comes the pitch. Campanella bunts down the third base side. Matthews comes in, plays the slow roller. He fires the first to Shane Deese. They get Campanella. The sacrifice works. And Hodges moves on down to second. Very nicely placed bunt by Roy Campanella. Now will be Don Zimmer. Don ripped the single to left center field in the fifth inning, giving him one for one. Game's all over between uh, St. Louis and Philadelphia. Juan McDaniel lost one this afternoon as Philadelphia's Kurt Simmons won it. Six runs, seven hits, no errors for Philadelphia. St. Louis, two runs, ten hits, one error. Well, Brooklyn can pick up some ground here if they're able to pick this one up. Zimmer swings on the pitch and hits it right back to the mound. Buell's got it past the first base after a look back at second to hold Hodges. And there's the second up. Jim sort of topped his swing, rolled an easy one back to the mound. Well, there are two outs now in the seventh inning. Sal Magley is due to be the hitter, but it's not going to be Sal. It's going to be uh, Sandy Amrose. Johnny Padres in the bullpen will come on to work in the eighth. Sandy Amrose comes on, batting for Sal Magley in the last half of the seventh inning. So Maglian pitching seven has given up one run and five hits. Passed nobody and uh, struck out six. Now let's check up here and see what Sandy Amaro's uh, record is as a batsman. He's hitting a 269. Three home runs, ten runs batted in. standing in now. Gil Hodges is second. Two down in the last of the seventh inning of a 1-1 tie. Gil delivers. Amaro takes the pitch is low. Ball one. Don McMahon throwing even harder now down in the Milwaukee bullpen. Rogers has concluded his warm-up. He's coming on down to the Brooklyn bench. Pitch Amaro. Low. Ball two.
ready. With the pitching there, it's a high curveball off the shoulder. Down the Ambrose count, three balls, no strike. 1-1 time. Gil Hodges, who opened the seventh with a single, was sacrificed down to second by Campanella. And had to hold there as Zimmer topped his swing and thrown out the fuel for the second out. Pitch Ambrose, over. That's strike one. Three balls, one strike. of a stretch. Checks the runner. Delivers. Amaros takes the curve right under the letters for strike two. Sandy tried to go off the first base. Ken Burkhardt's call. Moving back. Last playoff pitch. Two down. One on. Three-two count on Sandy Amaros. Down comes that pitch and Sandy after it hits a high up foul. Coming back to the plate. Burkhardt was in the way for the moment. Kowalski's still chasing that foul ball and now he's got it. Swatsky actually pushed Burkhardt out of the way. Well, the inning is over. And for the Brooklyn Dodgers, no runs, one hit. Hodges single up the middle in center field. He was left at second base. This man to be left on here for the Dodgers. There were no errors. Score at the end of seven. Milwaukee won, and Brooklyn has won. Reminder, these same two clubs play here tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, and Tuesday and Wednesday nights, it'll be the Cardinals. With a series finale on Thursday afternoon for the Cardinals in for three. The Cubs come in for five beginning Friday night. And that doubleheader Friday night, a single game on Saturday, and a week from today, a doubleheader against the Cubs. All right, we go to the eighth inning in a 1-1 ball game. Johnny Padres on the pitch. Painting's coming on the bat. Back to the microphone. Here's Al. Well, here's the situation on Johnny Padres. It's his ball game now to win it or lose it. He's 6-3 and three with the league this year. He's 0-0. With the Milwaukee Braves and a lifetime, he's 0-1. So he has never beaten the Braves. Let's see how he makes out as he pitches the red chain dink. First pitch of the fastball outside for ball one. Rogers back to him. Chain dink. Drops the ball right back to Potters, who knocks it down on the line drive. Picks up close to first. That ball almost hit Potters in the rip. Is out. One away in the top of the eighth inning. The batter is Johnny Logan. Logan is over three this afternoon. He's rolled a short. He's fly to center. He's been called out on strike. Rogers ready to go. Delivers to him. Gets the fastball in at the knees for strike one. Signs up for the pitch with Campanella and throws a big change up in the slow. One ball and one strike. Logan crosses at the plate. Hodges serves it up and the pitch is in there for a strike. One ball and two strikes. One out, the top of the eighth inning. Tied up ball game at one and one. Rogers checking around, looking at his infield. Now he's outfield. Let's see what Eddie's done today. In the first inning, he rolled out to second baseman Gilliam. In the third, he retired to side with a fly ball to left field to Elmer Vallow. 
And then in the sixth, Gilliam had uh, his ground ball squirt through his legs for two base error. Matthews moved around the third, but there he died. As Magby then pitching, got the next three men. Swings on the first pitch and hits a high foul ball off the third base side. That's going over to the crowd and goes out of play. Strike one. Down on Matthews. Digging in. Johnny Padres in relief of Sal Magley. Delivers 0 1. So curve is low. One ball and one strike. Each ball club here. One run, five hits. Each ball club is left five on. Padres delivers a curve. Backing uh, Matthews away. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. ready to go again. Starts his motion. Delivers on the 2-1 count. Fastball is dropped on the line to Gilliam, who spears that ball for the out. Ball was really nailed, no, but Gilliam stayed right with it. Oh, in the eighth inning for the Braves, they go down with nothing across. So at the end of seven and a half innings, the play remains Milwaukee one, and Brooklyn has one. Tell me, Jerry, how's the weather over there where you are? Well, I don't know, Al, but I think out there someplace making up a great, big, beautiful sunset, maybe, huh? Yes, sir. Well, whether or no, if you'll pardon the fun, you can all have the gold of the afternoon sun right in your hands. And all the cool whiteness of a bank of new-fallen snow, too. All you have to do is flip the cap off a bottle of chaser and let it pour into the glass. Golden liquid, snowy white, collar of foam. They're yours in every single glass of chaser. And more than just good looks are yours, too. Because chaser's the beer that's brewed for enjoyment. One good swallow of chaser and you'll see what I mean. You'll see what flavor really is. How the light and lively zing and zest of truly great beer comes through to you. You make it safer to celebrate the end of the day. It's real beer. Well, Al, let's go along now. Last half of the eighth inning, the one woman of all games, Neil, Gilliam, and Snyder. Ready? I'm ready, Jerry. Let's pick up Charlie Neal now as he steps up to the plate. Neal doubled in the first inning, walked in the third, and grounded out in the fifth inning. So he's one for two, batting at 264. Bob Yule. Getting ready to make the first pitch here in the last half of the eighth inning. Down comes that first pitch, full curve, and it's over. Right under the letters for strike one. Matthews up shallow at third. Best ball laid in there way outside. One ball and one strike now on Charlie. Jim Gilliam will follow, and then will come Duke Snyder here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Schaefer sending you all the action. Bill delivers low into the dirt. Two balls and one strike. Bill starts his motion. Down comes the two-one delivery. Swung on by Charlie Neal and fouled off. Two balls, two strikes. So this has been quite a game. Ever since Milwaukee and Brooklyn... 
scored their runs in the first inning. Both pitchers have been in and out of trouble. Magley having been relieved by Padres in the eighth. Padres had no trouble with the eighth inning. Got Shane D. Slogan and Matthews in order. Buell had trouble in the seventh and got out of it. The pitch to Charlie Neal was swung on and laid back foul. Two balls, two strikes. Charlie Neal, a right-hand hitter. Straightaway stance, leans over the plate. Buell looks down at Sawatsky, gets a sign from Carl. Ken Burkhardt down over the left shoulder to get a good squint at this 2-2 delivery. In it comes. Low and outside. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes on Charlie Neal. Gilliam hanging around to go next. 3-2 pitch. Inside and high. Right under the chin. Ball four. Fourth place on balls given up by Buell this afternoon. And the Dodgers have the tie-in walking run at first base now in Neal and Gilliam coming up. Jim is on 0 for 3. Slide the right. He slides the center and he spots the shortstop. Cincinnati defeats Pittsburgh. Final score 9-6. Freeman won it. Glenn lost it. Cincinnati, 9 runs, 14 hits, no errors. Pittsburgh, 6 runs, 12 hits, 3 errors. Down comes the pitch to Gilliam, and he bunts that pitch back toward the mound. Off his field, he fields it back to the second baseman covering. Gilliam is out, the sacrifice works, and he was at second. Coming up now is Duke Snyder. John McMahon gets up and starts to throw again down in the Milwaukee bullpen. Duke Snyder is fouled out. He's fly to center and he's popped to short. Batting at 269. Jordan Neal, very fleet of foot, and a smart base runner, leads off at second. The pitch to Snyder is high off the face for ball one. Eddie Matthews playing in shallow at third to guard third in the event that uh, Neal should come scooting down that way. Down comes the pitch, Snyder swings and doesn't get it. He was really after it. One ball and one strike count on the Duke. With one out here in the bottom of the eighth inning in a tied-up ball game at one apiece. Each side. With one run and five base hits. Buell ready. Delivers one run. Snyder hits the third. Low bridge. Two balls and one strike. Pressure's starting to pile down here on the shoulders of the athletes now. Just you relax, though. Take it easy with a good, cool glass of Schaefer. We'll see how this turns out. 2-1 pitch. Snyder swings and doesn't get a slow curve. That's like two. Two balls, two strike count on Duke Snyder. Charlie Neal with one out is at second base. He walked. Gilliam sacrificed him down there. Now they 2-2 pitch on Duke Snyder. Buell checks that runner at second. Delivers the plate. Snyder swings and trickles it up the first base side and it goes foul. Now 
stays. Two balls, two strikes on Duke Snyder. Vallo in the hitter circle to go next. Bob Buell, a visit to the Rosenberg. Trying to keep his pitching hand dry. It looks like somebody turned a fire hose on him. Now the 2-2 delivery. Snyder waggling the bat. Charlie Needless second, leads off. Curveball is hit down to the right side. Changing in front of it. Up with it. His players go to first to Torrey. Snyder is out. Neal moves on over to third. Two down in the eighth inning. The Dodgers have Charlie Needless third base, and Elmer Vallow is coming up. He's single to center, slide deep to right, and walk. One for two for his efforts this afternoon with the Wood, batting at 329. Fred Haney comes out to the mound to talk with his uh, pitchers. So let's uh, quickly duck a station break in. Pause for station identification. Brooklyn Dodger Radio Network. Dial 1460 WOKO, Albany, New York. WOKO, the capital district's most talked about station, with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. It's a minute and a half before 4 o'clock. Now let's pick up the threads of the action now as Haney is jumping back to the... Braves dugout. Elmer Ballow stepping up to the plate. Charlie Neal's third. Last half of the eighth inning, two down and one-one tie. And the pitch to Ballow is a soft curve that's high for ball one. The end of four innings, the Yankees and the White Sox in their first game tied at one apiece. Still delivers. Ballow swings with a high fly ball to right field. Andy Pack goes back right up against the board. Falls it down to the out. That's right. Ballo has driven uh, Pasco deep. No runs with no base hits. For the Dodgers in the eighth. John O'Neill was left at third. So at the end of eight full innings of play, it's Milwaukee one and the Brooklyn Dodgers have one. Well, we go to the ninth now in a 1-1 ball game that saw both clubs get a run in the first inning and nothing since then. For the Milwaukee Braves, Aaron, Covington, and Torrey to face Johnny Potter. So right back to the action. And for Schaefer Bear, here's Al. Sort of the meat side of the Milwaukee batting order. Hank Aaron stepping in. He's singled to left field. That was back in the first inning. And since that time, he's rolled out twice. So he's one for three. Johnny Potter makes the first pitch. And Aaron takes it outside for ball one. This is Padres' ball game, the winner to lose it. Magley went seven here this afternoon and was listed for a pinch hitter in the last half of the seventh inning. Padres' full curve is swung on and bumped foul right off the Mastavoy Campanella. One ball, one strike is the count on Hank Aaron. He'll be followed by Wes Covington and then by first baseman Frank Torres. Top half of inning number nine. Slow curve to Aaron. He starts to go and changes up, takes it low, and the count is two balls and one strike. Aaron right now batting at 348, the very same percentage he carried into the ballgame. The 2-1 delivery by left-hander Padres is a fastball. It's high above the letters. Four ball three. on the 3-1 count with a soft curve and it swung on. Hit out to center field. Coming on for it is Duke Snyder. It's an easy chance for the Duke and he's got it. 
Oh, one out. Rogers gets by the big man in the top of the ninth inning. Wes Covington, hitting number five in the Braves' order, playing in left field, has struck out twice, and he's rolled out to shortstop Charlie Neal. At 0 for 3, Covington is batting at 278. Left hand hitter. Rogers starts to crank up, delivers a curve in there to Covington, that's under the knees. One ball, no strike. If you're looking ahead to the last half of the ninth inning, the Dodgers will be sending up Simoli, Hodges, and Campanella in that order. And if anyone else is needed, perhaps Zimmer. Rodgers delivers one on. Covington cuts that ball. Foul off the left field side. That's going to fade into the crowd out of play. One ball and one strike. have come up with two runs in the top half of the seventh inning. They're still at bat, and they're leading the Giants now, 6-4. Philadelphia took St. Louis, first game 6-2. Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh 9-6. Rogers fast ball to Covington, straightens him right out of there. Two balls, one strike. Covington digging in again. Rogers, big heave in the side. Starts to his motion now. Comes into one with an overhand fastball. And it's wrapped to right field. Gino Simone is backing up to the board. Grabs it. Line drive by Covington. All down by Gino Simone. Two down in the top half of inning number nine. The battle will be Frank Torrey. He was just as hot as a pistol. Getting two doubles to right field. And then uh, in the sixth inning... He was cooled off when he hit a bounding ball to first baseman Gil Hardy. So he's two for three. Hitting at 278. They're all left-hand hitting first baseman, taking the place of the injured Joe Adcock. Rogers works to him. Last ball is chin high. Ball one. The play is a slider in there for a strike. One ball and one strike. Crandall warming up down on the Braves' bullpen. Maybe Sawatsky's had it for the day. One-one delivery. Soft curve. Back story away from there. Two balls, one strike. ready now with his 2-1 pitch story. Two down, the base is empty, top of the ninth. 1-1 one, one tie. Rogers sails it in there and the pitch is low inside. Three balls and one strike to count on Frank Torres. Should he get on, Pasco is scheduled to be coming up. That Milwaukee bench certainly has dwindled with the injuries they've uh, sustained. Pasco out, Mantia out. Bruton out. Overhand fastball in there for the second strike. Both count out of glory. Three and two. Manager Haney was moaning a little bit about the fact that he didn't have a fence busting power. Right when they started the season. Two 
major pitch now on Torres. Down it comes, curveball, hit down to the right side, just there, pass charges down into the corner. There goes Troy on his way to second, Simoli chases that ball, picks up, throws in, but not nearly in time, and it's a double for Frank Torrey. Torrey's third double to right and four times up. That's the first hit off uh, Johnny Padres. Now Lou Burdett comes out, he's going to run for Frank Torrey. Lubert has to run for Frank Torrey at second base. We'll probably get a chance to see a little bit of Nippy Jones on the Brave just that. Brought him up from the Sacramento Felons, Pacific Coast League. Same Nippy Jones that was in the Cardinal organization and played for Philadelphia. Lubert at the runner. Stepping up to the plate now with two down. Burdett running for Torrey on at second base. Half goal this afternoon has one base hit and three tries. He singled up the middle to open the seventh inning. Batting at 281. Johnny Padres in a bit of trouble now. And Robot backs him up in the bullpen. The pitch to Pasco is just above the letters, ball one. Burdett wandering around out there at second base. Now takes his lead. Rodgers looks at Campanelli, gets the sign, goes to the stretch, checks his runner, delivers an overhand curve, a soft curve, it's high. Two balls and no strikes. Following pass call, Carl Sawatsky scheduled to be the hitter, and he's out and on deck. Two down, top of the ninth, 1-1 one, one tie. Burdett steps off second. Padres again. Ozzie delivers the plate a soft curve and Tasco after it hits out in left center field. Pretty well hit ball. It's going to be up against the boards or in. It's a two-bagger. A fan reached out and caught that ball. So immediately Tom Gorman came running out and said it's a two-bagger. Now Andy Pasco is on a second. He drives the run in. On the Braves here in the top of the ninth inning lead it. Pass for a double to left center. Up by a fan who leaned out of the stand. Apartheid's second hit, first run. Braves lead it now, two to one. And Nippy Jones is going to come up and do a little batting. Nippy Jones will come up and hit for Sawatsky. Colonel Nippy Jones, back up in the big show. He may stay on to uh, at first base as Troy was lifted for a pinch runner. Burdett scoring the run. Here's the announcement for Jones. We added to get uh, a right-hand hitter in there against the left-hand pitcher. And I think they're going to put him on intentionally. Yep, Campanella motions to first, and Padres pitches way outside for the first ball. So Jones, batting for Sawatsky, will draw an intentional base on ball. There's ball two. Ball three will be in there in a moment. There it comes. Ball four will put Jones on. There's ball four. 
Barnaby Jones moves off to first base to become the runner now. Runners the first and second for Milwaukee in the ninth. They've scored one run. Go ahead in the ball game, two to one. Two runs on seven hits. The batter now will be Bob Buell, pitcher. Struck out twice, hit into a double play. Runner sector leads at first and second. The first pitch to Buell, hitting right-handed, is taken through for a strike. Delivers fastball. That's high. One ball, one strike count on pitcher Bob Buell. Andy Pasco is driving away from second. Ground rules double. Pitcher striking high at the plate. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. Nippy Jones, who batted for Carl Kowalski, drew an intentional base on balls, is on at first. Two to one the score. The Braves lead it here in the top of the ninth inning. Roebuck still cranking up down in the Brooklyn bullpen in case Padres should have any more trouble. Johnny pitches and Buell swings and fast hits it. Strike two. Two balls and two strikes. After a visit to the rosin bag, whips that new ball and is ready to go. Rafko strides away from second. Jones moves off first. Bill at the plate with a count of two and two. Padre feeds the curve in there and it's swung on and foul tip. Shot stays right on the two balls, two strikes. Tomorrow night, these same two teams will be at it. Bob Trowbridge will be going against Don Drysdale. Sure hope you have your tickets and you're going to be out here with it. Two-two delivery. Swung on, bounce back to the mound. Padres has it, turns, throws over to first and the inning. But in the ninth inning, the Braves come up with one run on two base hits, a couple of doubles, one hit by Troy. Burdett ran for him and scored when Fasco doubled to left center. There were two men left on and were no errors. The score at the end of eight and one-half innings of play. It is Milwaukee... Two runs, seven hits, and no errors. Brooklyn, one run, five hits, and two errors. Wright, who usually catches Bob Buell, has come out now to pick up the tools for the last half of the ninth inning. Jones, of course, will hit in the eighth position. And hitting in the sixth position, Del Wright, the new catcher. Gino Simoli will be the first man up here in the last half of the ninth inning. Chicago and the Giants at the end of uh, six and one-half innings. It's six to two. Chicago leading the Giants in the single ball game. Philadelphia took St. Louis 6-2 in the first game, and St. Louis did not score in the top of the first of the second game with Jackson going against Hearn. First game, Cincinnati defeated Pittsburgh 9-6. The first pitch to Simone is low for ball one. Second ball game, next draw will go against Trimble down at Pittsburgh. First of two between the Yankees and the White Sox at the end of five and a half, one-one. Pitch to Simone. Low, ball two. Bill back. Simone takes the curve outside, ball three. First game of two this afternoon, the American League. Cleveland beat Boston 3-2. Baltimore and Detroit, and the sixth. 
Six to one in favor of Detroit over Baltimore. First game of the doubleheader. Hits the Simone at the knees for the first strike. Three balls, one strike to count on Gino Simone. Last half of the ninth inning, two to one the score in favor of the Braves. The old back to Simone, and the fastball is ripped back foul. Full count, three balls, two strikes. The end of three at Kansas City, first game of two. It's Washington run, Kansas City nothing. Pasquale against Garber. in that Detroit ball game, incidentally, is that Billy Heft, the pitcher for Detroit, has parked a couple of home runs. The two of them. Now the three-two delivery on Simone, leading off things in the last half of the ninth inning for Brooklyn. He already delivers. Outside for ball four. On balls number five given up by Buell. Now there's activity down in the bullpen. Well, the Milwaukee Braves. Left hander Phillips. Right hander McMahon. Gil Hodges coming up to the plate now to face Bob Buell. Hodges has one hit three times up. He struck out twice and then uh, got a single to center field. Yo batting at 308. Yo checks his runner Simone. He delivers the plate. Hodges swings as a long drive deep to left field. There's a well hit ball. And let's go, Mahomes. That's it. Yo Hodges drives one into the left center field stand for a two run home run. And Brooklyn wins it 3 to 2. What do you know about that? Everybody got off the bench to say hello to Gill when he came around. Manager Olsen's up there. Everybody. Well, if you're going to win them, I guess that's the way to do it. The great equalizer, the home run. Equalizer. Mr. Doggett, equalizer nothing. That was a spoke, wasn't it? Well, that was a real one, Al, and I just had a feeling about it, didn't you? Yeah, when he, when he swung that bat, I said, oh, man, if he ever connects, that's got it. Yes, He's sir. got it. Well, let's see. Uh, for... Um, Hodges, that's his 11th home run of the year, and he's now driven in 41 runs. Huh? You close it up, Jerry, because I don't have any tonsils now. Okay, Al, one thing I wanted to remark, I was watching Bob Buell walk to the dugout, and Bob, of course, was a real sad figure as he walked all alone to the dugout, and no one said a word to Bob as he walked in, and on the other side of the field, the entire Dodger bench was out there to grab Joe Hodges as he puts a dramatic finish to a great ball game here today as the Dodgers beat the Braves 3-2. Last half of the ninth inning home run after Simone had dual walk. First pitch home run by Gil Hodges wins the ball game. In the ninth inning, two runs, one hit, no errors, and none left on as Hodges came through to scope one and win it. For the Dodgers, three runs, six hits, two errors, and Brooklyn left six men on base. And for the Milwaukee Braves, two runs, seven hits, and uh, no errors. The Braves left seven men on the base pass. The winning pitcher was Johnny Potters and his first lifetime victory over the Braves. The loser was Bob Buell, now 9-6, and six, and Buell's losing streak is stretched to four. Hodges now 7-3 and three on the year as Gil Hodges clobbers one in the ninth with one on. Hodges one run behind. Hodges hit one about eight rows back in the lower deck, and that was the ball game. 
So a real thriller. The first game of the series goes to Brooklyn. We'll have another one tomorrow night. Boy, you ought to be here and take part. Well, that wraps it up. We'll be sending more play-by-play your way tomorrow night at 7.55 when the Dodgers meet the Milwaukee Braves here at Everett Field. You'll be sure to be on hand. Meantime, this is Jerry Doggett speaking for Finn Scully and Al Helper for the American Tobacco Company. Tobacco is our middle name. On behalf of Lucky Strike, the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. And for the F&M Paper Brewing Company, Brewers of America's oldest lager beer shaper. Between now and then, whenever you're thirsty, for real enjoyment, make it Schaefer. It's real beer. For real, real enjoyment, get Schaefer, Schaefer beer. For real, real enjoyment, ask for Schaefer. It's real beer. For real, real refreshment, get Schaefer, Schaefer beer. For real, real refreshment, ask for Schaefer. It's real beer. Final score again, Brooklyn 3, Milwaukee 2. And now, on behalf of Schaefer Bear and Lucky Strike Cigarettes in cooperation with Sports Network, we wish you all a very pleasant good afternoon.